to this week's stimulating podcast. I am Rachel Hoffman in the middle school. I am Cindy Colwell. I teach STEM in the early learning, which is the three-year-olds or preschoolers through kindergarten. And I also do early, uh, lower school, which is first grade through fourth grade. I'm Patty Mabry. I'm the director of the Center for Innovation, and I teach fabrication and entrepreneurship in the upper school. I have counterparts that teach the rest of the STEM courses. Speaking of fabrication, we have a new month. Last month, we were all about coding. This month, we're all about fabrication. So we're going to start this month off by talking about what fabrication actually is. And we're going to let, since Patty teaches a fabrication class in the upper school, we're going to let her take it from here. Well, uh, our fabrication in, in the upper school, and uh, it's, it would be a little look a little different in the other uh, divisions, but uh, we start with some tinkering. We stop. We start with uh, using our design process that uh, that everybody uses, mm-hmm. and uh, our four D design 4D. process. Mm-hmm. And uh, and with that, we we're able to build, construct, you know, come up with really anything that they can think of uh, in order to to fabricate uh, materials together to create some type of product, whatever that end product is that the students are looking for. Yeah, so for those that don't know what we're calling the four, we call them the four D's here at All Saints, and those are discover, design, develop, and then deliver at the end. And they look different, like Patty said, depending on which division of our school you're in. But those are basically kind of run throughout our um, STEM curriculum, those four D's, we call them. Right. And... uh... And in the upper school, we do the scrum process. Right. And, and so the kids, we utilize the design process within that. But through the scrum method, we're able to get a lot more done in a shorter amount of time. So um, we we try to document and track everything we do on a glass wall that I have in my classroom. And it helps me, since no student is doing the same thing, it helps me to know what's next, where, where are they in the process. And... Uh, you know, what other things are they thinking about doing? Um, and I can just check the boards and watch them and kind of see see what coolness is happening in the upper school. So, okay, what is fabrication without using the word fabricate in the definition? To, to me, build, construct. To build, create. Create. I mean, it's yeah. essentially like yeah. make, to make, yeah, make things. A maker, it's a maker mindset. So I just tell my kids, and I mean, because they'll, they'll ask, well, what was fabrication? Yeah. I said, can you hold it in your hand at the end of the project? Do you have like a feasible, uh-huh. physical prop, something? Then at some point you fabricated. At some point right. you did some kind of fabrication right. to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And with fabrication, you know, when you're comparing that to tinkering, um, there's more of a plan. There's more of a, a process mm-hmm. that you're going through as opposed to tinkering where you, you might just dump some Legos out and let the kids just kind of mm-hmm. go and see what they come up with. Um, but, and, and even in fabrication, we still use that tinkering. We still, we still might play with it so they can figure out what they want to do. Yeah. That's a kids huge part are, of yeah. problem solving. If you don't right. know what to do, then sometimes right. you just have to tinker around with things to figure out what your next step is going to be. So, right. And, and I, I mentioned in the previous podcast about my kids that are building an arcade and so fabrication is the, the enti- it's everything, really. I mean, they're building this whole case, and uh, they're waiting on me to get plywood now for the sides mm-hmm. of it. And they've built, you know, the structure that's going to hold the keyboard and the, the monitor. But they've actually taken the monitor apart. Mm-hmm. 
Sorry, Nathan, but they have. <laughs> they took the whole monitor apart. And uh, and they're trying to find a way to hang it and attach it in there without having to use the entire computer monitor. And they're just having a blast. And I'm like, hope it works when they're done, but okay. <laughs> we'll put it all together. Uh, but what's this one part? This one? <laughs> yeah. They have do not touch signs all over it. It's hilarious. They just, they're owning their process. So it's pretty awesome. cool. I mean, down in, um, in lower school, I mean, we use a lot. We don't use the scrum process. We use the engineering process, you know, starting with the question of what are you asked mm-hmm. to do? What is going to be your end result? What are you trying to solve? And then creating that plan. And I think with the little ones, that's the hardest thing. They just want to go. They just want to do. But trying to get them to slow down and think it through right. first because it's that abstract. They like to get into the real deal, but you got to slow them down and make them Think it through. Think it through. Illustrate it out. Label things. Well, what material are you going to use? Don't just draw that out. What are you going to actually use for that to have a plan? Right. um, So that you can go back to it, especially when your classes are only 30 minutes long. And when they come back next week, they're not going to remember what they were going to use for this certain part. So they have to have this plan. Mm -hmm. um, Or especially if they're working in a group. We find that when you're working in a little collaborative group, everybody needs to know which part of this plan are they responsible for? So kind of like your scrum, everybody has their own little part and they're mm-hmm. working on it and stick with yours. If in the plan they don't label who's working on this little thing right. and it all becomes an argument or somebody's over here being the bossy one and telling the others what to do. Well, no, 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 you stick. What is your job? You're on here. This is your plan. And so it kind of leads into, hopefully, <laughs> the kids scrumming. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Ours still, it's not just the littles. Yeah. Mine still yeah. just want to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, they just want to jump in and do. Mm-hmm. That's why I've implemented checks where I'm like, no, 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 you don't get to move on to the next yes. step until I've seen this part. I think once we're, when we've talked about this a lot on the mm-hmm. podcast already, but once Pat, or once Cindy's have come to me, mm-hmm. they'll have more of a, okay, yeah, I know this is what I need to do. But right mm-hmm. now we're still even what, two years into the program. Some of them still just kind of want to jump in. Mm-hmm. And some of them are year. new. Fourth year well, some of guys. them are new to STEM. Like right. they didn't. Two for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, um, some of them haven't had STEM before. So those are definitely, I can tell, um, those are the ones that just want to jump in and go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Because that's how you ruin materials, especially since I'm buying stuff for them sometimes Mm -hmm. on Amazon. I'm like, I don't want to ruin materials. Mm -hmm. You've got to have a plan. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway. You've got to be cost effective. 100%. That's a huge Do it as cheaply as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Save, conserve your materials, and Mm -hmm. then make it safe. Make it, you know. And then the other huge part of fabricating is is the testing your plan. You've got to test right. it out and see if it works and then you got to be able to go back and make changes and absolutely and again that goes back to your plan well which part of your plan didn't work and what were you doing on this right. and how can you change it mm-hmm. and sometimes that's hard um i can't even say for the little ones i'm sure all the way up into your upper school letting go of something that was in their initial plan you know, it, it's right. hard. They want to keep doing it over yeah. and over again. And I'm like, no, obviously hot glue isn't the answer for this right. part. Let's no, put waste in the hot everything. glue. You know, we got to move on from that. You know, they just want to keep doing it and then it falls apart and then do it and it falls apart. And then, you know, no, 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 let's, let's trying to get them to get out of that. It's okay to change your plan. If it didn't work, you tested it. Moving right. on. Absolutely. You know. And that's the scientific that's method too, yeah. you know. It's really important for them to get mm-hmm. that so they can get through science classes and, mm-hmm. and you know learn that process but uh mm-hmm. yeah i had a student last year that was trying to convince me that she should be able to build hot glue animals 
Oh, how'd that work for her? Well, I mean, she made a couple before I realized what had happened. So, and yeah. there's just a few blisters and yeah, burns. But she later really wanted to deal. make them as little people that were going to be in the houses that they well, were well, building. Why didn't she just use our 3D gun? Do we have a 3D gun? Yes, in in the stem zone. Number one, though, it had a hot glue stick in it, and that I was, was a hot glue stick gun. That's a 3D gun. It looks exactly like my 3D gun. It does. But we no, need a, a pin. You know what? I'll it's bring a hot glue pin. It does like little things. <laughs> it needs a label. Everyone, that's why everyone keeps thinking they're like, is that, that's a 3D? I'm like, no. Yeah. yeah but that no. would be good. Yours need 3D pins. Hey, Jason, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're trying just to add that to our wish. We're list. just trying to master laying, putting the hot glue gun when it is hot back onto the little nifty little hot glue gun. I stands. love those so much. So those are so cool. Yeah. So <laughs> I recruited my dad. He's handy with woodworking to make me these little hot glue gun stands. So I don't get hot glue gun dripped all over the counters <laughs> or kids drip glue. And then they lay the glue gun down in the glue and then somebody picks it up and ah. So just getting them what to put ah, yeah, <laughs> put the glue gun back in on the stand, and you know we're working on little simple safety skills like that. So right. yeah. <laughs> one, because awesome. Miss Colwell doesn't like peeling glue off of the no. counters no hours fun. a day. I just you know? had to get rid of some soldering mess <laughs> yeah. that somebody just decided to solder on my counter. Yeah. So look, so and that goes back to Fabulous. material, like you said, being responsible for material yeah. is part of fabricating, and it's just something that. I think they'll get used to. For less in the littles, it's pipe cleaners. I cannot tell you how many pipe cleaners I go through in a year mm -hmm. because that's just something they just, one, I don't know, a kid that doesn't love pipe cleaners. And it's just something I think it gets wasted and wasted and wasted. And But it's something they just love to build with. That's the yeah. three three rules, three guidelines of engineering uh -huh. is time effect, you know, cost, time effective, uh -huh. and safe, uh -huh. structurally uh -huh. sound. Yeah. You know, being part of that safety. Yeah. So fabricating is more than just crafting. In case you're listening and you're right. thinking, well, that just sounds like crafting. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not It's, it's not, not. It's not a DIY crafting no, class. No, because even it can be even those STEM challenges that you, mm -hmm. you see literally thousands upon thousands of examples of online. So it can be it's like currently it's Easter time and you get emails upon emails of all right. these different Easter challenges. And mm -hmm. so even that is could be fabricating if you're I was working with kindergartners at making does they had to design the and build baskets. and create an Easter basket that held an egg yep. and they had only because you know our class is only 30 minutes so they only had a certain amount of time and they had to design the create this little egg so even that is yep. type of fabric I mean not design an egg sorry design a basket that held an egg so they had a purpose they knew what their end result needed to be and like you said it was something they could hold at the mm -hmm. end so mm -hmm. I mean Mine and my, the fifth graders, the fifth graders get badges as they go. So that way they know what they just went through um, and what they just learned. So they know the skill set that they just mm -hmm. learned or whatever. And mine get their fabrication badge after they do their 3D printed badge. Mm -hmm. um, in, in our school period through, if you're going to use the 3D printer, you have to have a badge. You have to have made something on the 3D printer so you can show us that you can use it. Um, and so after they do that, that's the, when they get their fabricating badge. Mm -hmm. They made something. Mm -hmm. They designed it out. They planned it out. And they made something. Yeah. Right. I've got um, the kids. Some of my, my boys decided to make um, 
cola holders, like they'll hold glass bottles of Coke, oh, cool. you know, whatever, and they call them cola caddies. That's what they are. And, uh, and <laughs> we're from Texas. I don't like know. That. What's a cola? And I, I don't and know. And I was like, like so how are you going to make it using the AP laser? Because <laughs> they wanted to go use power tools and cut with power tools. Of course tools. they did. Like, nope, AP laser. How are you mm-hmm. going to figure it out? And it's got to be able to hold it. How are you going to make it strong enough? And they, they did come up with a design that worked. And then everyone wanted to make one, which was hysterical. And then we've been making games and all kinds of fun stuff in there, um, like a, ch- a couple checkerboard games and some puzzles. And uh, they made a basketball hoop. They 3D printed the the hoop, and um, you know. And then he twisted some wires together. And they were paper clips that he straightened out, and he used oh. a um, he used the drill, and then he used a. Um, Pliers. Pliers, thank you. Sorry, she's giving us hand gestures. I'm doing hand gestures of what the heck is First word, sounds like. (laughs) Anyway, so he's holding with pliers, and he he gripped it with the the drill, and he spun it to make it to where the the rim could could move as it needs to. And he made it for a kid. It was Miss Toomey had, um, um, uh, you know, this this challenge for her students uh, in senior English, and... uh, to do something, you know, her her daughter has, a, you know, a heart condition, and so she wanted them to learn about a condition that, you know, spoke to them, and they had names of a child, you know, a child to help out, and so that they made a, and they used the AP laser to actually make the the, the backboard, and then Very another cool. student that's not in my class, but he, he fabricated the net, so he actually watched a, a video, well, he watched a video on uh, YouTube, and Macrame. figured out how to make a net and they had to do the math and you know and and, and change from a 10 foot goal rim mm-hmm. or, or 10 excuse me 10 inch rim or 18 inch rim they had to drop it down to six and a half and so you know they had to work through all that and trial and error and yeah yep. and they were able to finish it. it was pretty cool and we had um another student that wasn't um one of my fabrication students, but she came in and she she sent me her plans of what she wanted to do, and she made iron the Iron Man arc reactor. Yeah, and um, it was with a piece of, that was a tape that I needed from you, but I, I wound up getting one that was the size mm-hmm. she wanted, and so it has a, like blue acrylic. It has the um, you know two parts to it um, for her to be able to put the uh, the blue in between. And with the design on it, and then it used a tape an empty tape roll, and then she spray painted it all silver. That's and really then she cool. put uh, blue paper and lights inside it so it lights up and everything. It's really cool. No, it was very cool as I was her first grade teacher. You were? Yeah, so oh seeing her now as a senior doing <laughs> those cool so things. Cool. It was so awesome. They were actually doing a news story on it because she cool. you know, picked a child that had a similar you know, condition to Miss Toomey's daughter. So. Very cool. Pretty well, neat. That's cool. I have third graders next week starting on building um, bug habitats for oh, a learning fun. farm. Very cool. So we have um, on our campus the largest learning farm in the state of Texas. Um, and so we're wanting to get bugs that are like the positive bugs, I guess the pollinators. Yeah, the ones to kind of like ladybugs other, yeah. and things like that that eat aphids and, and things that are the good pollinators for our farm. So to encourage that, you know, building little bug habitats. Kind of so the third graders are going to be constructing these, so they get to design them, choose the materials, so they know that it's got to be weather resistant. They know that it's got to last, and they only have so many feet between each plot. Yeah. It's got to stand, and 
So uh, pray for me. No. That's really <laughs> awesome. Sounds so really they've cool. learned and we've already, they, they learn in second grade when we do our simple machines kind of unit and they learn how to use a hammer correctly and screwdrivers and all those kind of different things. So we've learned those things. So now they're going to learn how to use like a, a drill, power drill and those kind of things and PVC pipe cutters and all those different things. Oh, wow. So that, again, they're going to have to go through that whole process. Of, I might have your pipe cutters. You probably do, I think. <laughs> you might want to stop by the classroom. Right? <laughs> we need to get some. Yeah. yeah no kidding. We, we call them some. PVC pipe chompers. Chompers. Chomper. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> but, so that'll be going on next week. We'll start and we'll be working on that for quite a while. So there'll be a lot of banging and, mm-hmm. and <laughs> going on in our room with the hammers. Love so, it. That's awesome. It gets them ready fun. for us. Yeah. I it hope does. so. That's the goal. I mean, that's our whole thing is to start them and to where by the time they do get up to Patty U in the upper school, they've got all that good mm-hmm. base knowledge. Right. So, right. But you have a, an eighth grader that's borrowing my fab lab. Yes, yeah, so we were doing a unit that I called um, Igniting Passions. And so all of the teachers, I think I talked about this with Julie, because Julie came to my class. Um, all of the upper school teachers who teach a STEM class came and visited. Um, and then I let them choose whichever one they were most interested in, whatever class they're most interested in. And now they're making projects for that teacher. Um, and yes, so um, Mark, you guys have heard from him if you listen to prior podcasts, but he is um he badged out on the AP laser mm-hmm. a year early, which he I mean beaming about when oh, he came yeah. back he's, to he's my class. Telling everyone that he's gonna help them badge out. Hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. He knows exactly what he's doing. He <laughs> there's nothing about the AP laser he doesn't know. But um anyway, he is making a checkerboard mm-hmm. on the AP laser. And he is actually picking up materials. Uh, today or tomorrow uh, to build a case for it. Yeah, he he's said something about having it at half. Yeah, he's yeah. he said he's working on it at home. So yeah. I don't care he's as long as all it. of the pictures and steps are in your journals. I can create your yeah. journal. I don't care. Right? <laughs> Sounds great. Have anybody that chose Miss Colwell to make something Elvis related? I'm really, really bummed about. <laughs> you present uh, and try to convince I'm them. I'm <laughs> coding. Yeah. So. Um, but no, he's really, really excited about it. He's uh, he's done well, and actually, I haven't helped him at all. Um, he comes during my e-block where I'm actually teaching entrepreneurship, and I have one student who is taking. Uh, he signed up a little bit later. Asked me, "Can I do it? I promise I'll work hard." And he comes out when he has questions. But he is so self motivated, and he just he's been building a, this uh, fabricating a a, a turtle. That's going to go in the early learning uh, sensory pathway. Um, he was out for a couple of weeks. He hasn't finished it yet, but um, poor guy. He was sick. But um, anyway, it's really neat. It's a really cool one. I've been so excited about it. I can't wait. It should be done hopefully by the end of the week. Um, but anyway, he stopped in, in the project, and he's the one that badged out Mark Scott. So, yeah, it was neat having a junior. Yeah who's going to be a senior next year when he's a freshman spending that time with, you know, with him and uh, he's going to already have that connection made. So it's really cool when those eighth graders get a chance to, to work with a, with a junior. I mean, wow. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I've never seen, I mean, Mark Scott will, will pay attention in class and he does Mm -hmm. what he needs to do, but I've never seen him that engaged. (laughs) Having a junior teaching him. He's excited. Those passions are ignited. Yeah. (laughs) When you give the students their, 
own agency over what they're going to learn. Absolutely. That's, what, that's what it's about. I, I told him, I said, listen, this is your community service project. I'll give you a grade on it. Yeah. Um, but I need, I, I need this kid to be able to do this. And this is the only time he can come and I'm not available, mm-hmm. you know. So it worked, it worked oh, out. Well, it's great. Sounds like April's going to be a fun month. Mm-hmm. April will be a great month. So all, about that fabrication. Fabrication. all about the fabrication. All about the fabrication. So I can't wait to hear different stories of what everybody's making and We'll so. see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> it's really a mess. If you have to fabricate in the classroom, just be prepared. <laughs> Lots of noises and, and messes left behind, but it's all worth yeah. it in the end. Yep. Yeah. All right. So next week we'll be hearing from Mr. G about coming uh, English, inviting STEM into the classroom, which we're super excited about. All right, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram, stimulating ASES. I'll be putting some photos of the projects that we're talking about on the podcast on there. Mm-hmm. So that way you can kind of see. Don't forget to check out the links below this in the information. This one's probably not going to have any links, but some of the past ones where we've talked about products or whatever, there's a link there. So if you're wanting it for your space or you're just kind of curious, you can always mm-hmm. click on that link um, and it'll take you there. I think that's all I have. Yes. Anything that else? Good. All right. Talk to you next Monday, guys. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.